a bunch of witty bitches. Hey, Papa. Hey, I have a quip. You have a quip. We'll put that for a It's just cadals. Better pep pep. Better pep pep. That feels really good. Despite the fact that there was a awkward little stutter step there. We almost went went backwards from the normal routine. Yeah, I'm putting that one on Hunter, man. Am I? Are you always the middle beep? Uh, Hunter's always been middle beep. (laughs) You seem kind of like a middle beep guy. Well, I thought, you know, we're switching it up. Why should I retain the middle beep? We are switching. Exactly. Sit in different seats when you go to class. It's it's fucking proven. The we freshness. Sat in different seats. We should have switched yeah, sides. I we already started so this way. We're going to have to ride another season this way. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, of course, I am with the magnificent Hunter Dorset. How, How are to you? do? And also the gracious ex-host Chase Williams. Hmm, gracious. And thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Me being, of course. Max running the horn now. I am. I'm hosting up the show. It feels only right. Yellow boy, Max. Yellow boy. There's <laughs> racism somewhere in there. I'm sure. <laughs> that's okay. We'll start. We'll clean slate starting now. We'll go forward. Starting now. Of course, this is witty banter. I have good that power be, now. I'm the host. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's good to be back. Uh, I've been, you know, getting the itch to get to, you know, talking to the microphones with you guys. Spitfire a little bit. It's been what, like forward. five weeks. Five weeks, man. Almost. That, that was, yeah. I don't know. Been a Maybe while. it's four. Maybe it's four, but it's been it a while. It felt like a long time. Because I remember I told you guys, it was like two weeks ago, that I was like, okay, are we recording this week or what? And you're like, no. We're just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm still on oh, vacay, bro. Bro, I'm still in vacay mode, dude. I'm sipping Mai Tais by the beach right now. <laughs> Or maybe forest, go forest and get a little G&T. Yeah, exactly. The forest cloud is special, of <laughs> course. But we don't do G&Ts on this show. We do man's yeasty beverages. Mm-hmm. Beer. Beer. Yeah. And of course, Grab it still hasn't changed. Hunter, tell them about the beer that we're drinking today. Chase, you have a shout out for this beer, right? It's true, man. This beer comes by suggestion, which is a rarity. Yeah, most people don't know that you show? can go to wittybantershow.com and suggest a beer for us to review. And Eduardo Santana just did that exact thing. And this guy also threw in a question during the NASA episode, and he pops up on Twitter quite often. He's a cool guy. So what's up, Eduardo? He says, <laughs> unfortunately, I'm a celiac, which means I'm gluten intolerant, and I can't have gluten. So I was wondering if you guys could review a gluten-free beer. None in particular, but hopefully you'll find one in the U.S. you enjoy. Cheers. Beto Bepop. I just want to throw out a quick question. How much does that suck having the actual celiac disease and then oh, going around totally. and then now being like that being such a, a mockery, you know, like something like people that just like, ugh, turn their nose up every time they hear somebody doesn't want gluten in something like, <laughs> fuck this. You know, there's a piece of shit at the fucking front of the line over there. And you're like, no, dude, it's actually my fucking disease. Like everybody else ruined it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm so sorry. Because it was a Eduardo. weird thing where it was like it was actually very benefit. It, it was beneficial or they were talking about the benefits just in a trendy sense. Yeah. Like people just catching on being like, oh, well, gluten's just straight up bad for you. But yeah. then it's also like very important for people that can't process gluten. So it was yeah, that like really hurts weird. them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were coming up at Hubble and Hudson, the specialty grocery store, when gluten-free, like, really exploded. And I do feel bad for people, Eduardo, who have that disease because you're right, Max. The trend and the pretentiousness of what gluten-free is totally overtook the people who are, like, actually gluten intolerant who have to say 
or else they'll yeah. die at a right. restaurant. I can't eat you know, this. You know, how many times an allergy. We scoff at people who ask for spinach tortillas, and we're just like, oh, great. Can we also Jeez, just please. acknowledge that he has such a silky smooth name, Eduardo Santana? That's like That's a, a name solid name that I would yeah. love to introduce a girl and be like, hey, I'm Eduardo Santana. Santana. It just rolls right off Eduardo. the top. Yeah, it's like Santana. you got an ace in your sleeve, and it's just your introduction. <laughs> yeah. You know? And you're done. You've already finished. You guys are already walking back to the room. But today, the beer that we have uh, that we found is from New Belgium. We're not a stranger to New Belgium. We've done a few of their beers. Yep. Good brewery. And it is the Gluttony. There's an umlaut on the U. Getting uh, clever. So is there a different way you'd yeah, say it? How do you it, pronounce like that, Gluttony. In-house no, German. It's not a German, it's <laughs> it's not a, a German word, so. <laughs> um, I'm going to leave it off. And so I went on their website after verifying that I am 21 years old. That's good. And Did they you get have another verification? <laughs> what? They ask you for verica- verification again? Yeah, dude, every time. It's they a staple, do, isn't man. it? It's responsible. Um, Drink responsibly. But yeah, you got to be responsible. So the tagline, there's an uprising in the craft beer world, a mutiny on gluten. And the movements invaded our brew house, demanding we finally brew an uncompromised, gluten-reduced beer fit for the most adventurous drinkers. Our response? This is gluttony. And so Jeez, this was a line, I guess, that they came out with. It was, uh, came out with in January 2016, and this is a pale ale, and they also came out with a golden ale, I think. Yes, a golden ale. And so that's kind of cool. It's been around for only about a year. Maybe that's like how long the fad's been around. But uh, uh, they also have a little excerpt about the process of making a gluten-reduced beer. Yeah, because this was confusing, right? Like, we found three different gluten-free beers across looking for them. So that's at least a good sign for Eduardo. But there was a caveat on every yeah. single one that we found. Yes. Each one warned you. And I'll, I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah. Shush, shush, shush. So the- <laughs> Thank, Thank you. I'm still reading the story. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it says, when we decided to create a beer for beer lovers watching their gluten intake, we started experimenting with gluten-free grains like quinoa, millet, sorghum, and rice. While the resulting flavors were interesting, beers made with these grains tasted just like grain from which they were produced. Not the same flavor we have come to expect from beer made using barley malt. Lucky for us, there is another way to produce gluten-reduced beer made with grains that contain gluten. This method involves the use of an enzyme that breaks down gluten into smaller fragments. They added in the brewing process, and they analyzed it in a lab. It ended up creating a beer with all of the barley malt-derived flavor without all of the gluten. And at the end of it, the fine print in brackets, this product is fermented from grains containing gluten and crafted to remove gluten. The gluten content of this product cannot be verified, and this product may contain gluten. I feel so. like that's Barry Bonds getting his baseball home run record and then the <laughs> fattest asterisk right after it. Yes. Dude. Like a giant one. It's written very small, like his record, and then the right next to it. Yeah, it's mostly the just the asterisk. Yeah, right. <laughs> and like we and that that was the thing, is like we found some other ones, like uh, I think they were actually imports too, and um, from Dauda. <laughs> the, the, the brewery Dauda. <laughs> and uh, they had a couple of gluten-free beers um, that um, that had that little tagline that this the the gluten they content it, can't be yeah. verified and it might contain gluten, which is like, well, fuck me. Um, so <laughs> we ended up going with this new Belgium one. I'm excited. We haven't ever had a gluten-free beer on the show. It's a great suggestion. Um, so we popped it up. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I'm I'm excited to see what the beer is going to taste like sans something, right? Because they right. had to do a, some process of removing to get this beer where it is. And we get to see now, like, what effect that has on the flavor and everything else of the beer. Exactly. Um, it's like, I, how important is gluten in, like, your food taste-wise or, like, right. consistency-wise or anything like that? So. Right. So it's yeah. a nice, like gold to amber color it's fairly um it's super filtered i got like almost no head on mine and upon first taste it tasted uh just very normal and like natural for a pale ale Mm -hmm. which is a good sign uh so i'm i'm kind of excited to see how this one if it changes as it goes forth or if it's just gonna if it's gonna fly under the radar where if we didn't know it was gluten-free we we wouldn't have been able to tell there was anything off about it at all you know yeah it's almost got like a little bit more of a weight to it for some reason yeah because of the lack of gluten i mean i'm not sure because of the lack of gluten but like i feel that what's the alcohol content it's 6.0 percent alcohol by volume yeah it's not bad yeah yeah and i mean paleo you know I, I, I agree, man. Like, my first take on this is that if you didn't tell me this is a gluten-free beer, there's no way I would have ever guessed that. Yeah, not at all. Um, and so so in that sense, like, I, I don't taste it and be like, there's something lacking here. Um, oh, cool. It tastes like a thin cracker. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I do get a little bit of the, you know, the bitterness um, and the hoppiness, uh, like, like most pale ales that we've had. So it's true to form there. Um, I, you know, it's good. This is, this is kind of better than I mean, considering yeah. that you're going in thinking like, this is a reduced form of beer. Like yeah. this, di- this, like this beer has a handicap and when you almost want to taste it and be like, okay guys, hold on before you make any snap judgments, <laughs> yeah. this beer was designed specifically to adhere to all these weird norms that normal beer can't. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how this one opens up. Uh, but as we you know, go past the beer, there's also something else that we normally do on the show. We talk a little bit about news. We like to keep people informed. Okay. Right? Yeah. And before, you know, Chase, hard at work, always brought every news like article to the show. Right. He was a beast. And then beast. you guys were like, Max, I want you to you I want you to host the show. And I said, Well, that sucks because that's gonna be a lot of work. So instead, as the new host, <laughs> I now decide that everybody else. Uh, brings a news story to the show. A smart man knows how to delegate. Yeah, it's, yeah, delegating. You know, it's smart. You know, this is a democracy now. But we're all kind of bringing one to the table. Uh, you know, kind of just to get each of our personalities and every news story that you see on the show, and to just kind of see what you know. Yeah, the get other people have to have to say about it. You know, of the witty pod. So I'll kind of start us off because this is kind of a news story that we wouldn't expect. But I thought it was hey, kind of wacky. Are we gonna beep? Max, I'm trying to beep over here, dude. You can't let the beep I'm trying just be sp- I'm just trying to remember the bottles, that bitch. this okay. Well, this <laughs> is witty banter. <laughs> we need All right. So, this one's kind of strange. I know you guys asked uh whether or not uh sorry about that. Don't the even, don't even throw them gone, a rope. So, I'm not normally sure how this goes. <laughs> But I had it all up. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so what I ended up finding was that science has discovered us a new organ inside of our body. What? No shit. Right? That's what I said, too. So the first thing I thought was like, how many people have I cut or have we cut open as a society? Was, right? Yes. How many yeah, times how many have we go seen to med school and teach anatomy? the inside yeah, of a person? Right. So first off, I want to ask you guys a question. How many organs do you think you have inside of your body? That's How tough. Many, there's, okay. there's, there's like, like your skin is even technically an organ. That's true. And I think um, it's counted. I'm going to say like 27. 
27. Okay, Chase. Give me the high low here. Is he <laughs> I gotta go I, or is he undershooting? I feel like I, I gotta go high. I feel like I gotta go higher. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it 30. 30. 30 yeah. or more. Well, there were 78 organs inside of your body. 78? That's 78 crazy. 78 organs. Damn. But now there is a 79th. All right. Lay it so on. So a new organ has been discovered hiding in plain sight inside the human body. Uh, known as mesentery, it was previously thought to be just a few fragmented structures in the digestive system. But scientists have realized that it is, in fact, one continuous organ. Okay. All right? Now, the super weird thing about this is that, well, for one, I know you guys are going to ask, what does this fucking thing do? It's called mesentery? Yeah. yeah. That sounds like a disease. Right. <laughs> Well, you well, whenever you find a new organ, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it a hunter's play toy. You can call it, you know, squishy Dunter's radiohead, whatever you want to call it. The squishy bishy. Yeah, exactly. So nobody, you know, of course, we don't know what it does yet. But what's super important about this is that when people get super sick and they're like, what's going on? I tested all the organs inside of their body and nothing's, you know, acting up. It could possibly be this now, which is super awesome. Just another thing to add on the checklist. Exactly. <laughs> oh, good brother. 79. Ooh. That's so many to check. We're going to have to print off another page. <laughs> Plus, it's also kind of cool that Leonardo da Vinci was the first person to ever recognize this organ and be like, this is an organ. No shit. And everybody no, was like, the kind fuck of stuff, you, Da Vinci. Dude. Stick to making planes in your secret society, <laughs> yeah. you fucking this clown. Is, this is the kind of stuff that worries me about figures back then. It's like, I know this fucker was a fantastic artist and inventor, but he was also like opening up bodies and shit. Like, who knows what this dude was up to, man? This guy's he a weird figure. Dude, out that's some your shit. reaction? It's not like, that guy is fucking incredible? No, I think he's <laughs> yeah, incredible. No, he's a slimy guy, dude. <laughs> what was he doing in people's bodies? He's slicing people what up. What saying? <laughs> He's <laughs> fundamentally incredible, but he's got like a. Imagine what a weird dude that guy must have been. <laughs> imagine yeah, meeting a guy who was like, and then in my free time, I do cadavers and I draw <laughs> silly little, uh, you know, helicopters that don't exist yet. <laughs> helicopters <laughs> that are going to exist in the future. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. It's just crazy. Like, how does that guy have enough hours in the day to do the shit he did? But, but let's, yeah, let's go on. Yeah. So Leonardo da Vinci found it. Um, but I just kind of thought it was weird because, like, we were talking about before. You think you know something. Yeah. Right? You think you got it all planned out. You think science, you know, where else could it possibly go? Mm-hmm. But then you find out they have another fucking organ inside of your body. Yeah. So I just thought it was kind of wacky. I thought I might inform you guys about it. I love that because, if anything, it might just make us more accurate about knowing, uh, like, di- dietary sciences, you know? Like, there are so many times. I feel like every two years, it's like, well, take what you knew about health and throw it out the window because we were all fucking wrong. That's you actually so want to eat this true. stuff, you know? And it's like, well, great. Fuck. What was I doing for the last 10 years? Dude, that's so true. I was just talking to somebody about that at work, about how we kind of reviewed on the show, too, how, like, way back in the day, sugar got together, which I imagine, you yeah, know, just people dude. made of sugar, I guess, right? Yeah. Just yeah, got together and said, hey, we need to figure out what the fuck to do because people are fucking on to us. And they just released all this fake shit that said that fat was bad for you. And then like 20 years later, sugar and we need some money. now. Everybody else was just pretty much like, <laughs> no fat, all this sugar. sugar into stacks of cash. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do with all these mountains of sugar, dude? <laughs> I got it. Let me talk to some people. I know some guys, right? Just blame fat, right? <laughs> but it all like shit changes every fucking day, man. I think it's just super weird. And you kind of just like, I think when it comes to health, it's all about just knowing your own body. I think it's honestly going to be pretty astounding the amount of autonomy 
and um, the depth of understanding we're going to have about our uh, about our body, like going into the future, like medical technology going into the next like ten years, dude. Once they blow up nanotechnology and that fucking hits the wall, like it's gonna be. <laughs> and they gotta start from scratch because they just destroyed it all. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have like medical nanobots that are just like. This is actually a common theme in witty banter lineage is the the, the nanobots. Hunter's been <laughs> jiving on the nanobots He's for, been years, nanobots for man. I don't I don't know where your first exposure to nanobots was, <laughs> but I feel like Ever it since is just then? carried forward. It is like a bastion. <laughs> Because so, I mean, once I'm it ex- comes, y'all are going to be like, dude, the nanobots. <laughs> We're going to be like, dude, Hunter was <laughs> right. You're going to be like, be like Leonardo da Vinci. Years, We're going to come into your room. We're going to be pictures <laughs> all over the walls of nanobots. And we're going to be like, we should have fucking listened, dude. Hunter had it right. I <laughs> uh, can't oh, help man. it. I'm, yeah. I'm too intrigued. But what that's else? awesome, man. That's, a, yeah. that's really cool. So what yeah, else I, was, I also... I also wonder, like, what ten years from now scientists will have evidence of, or they'll look back and like, well, it turns out uh, Twitter actually gave us all brain damage. <laughs> you know? No, I think we all know that already. I don't think scientists need to tell anybody that. Definitely isn't giving yeah. us brain pl- positives. <laughs> um, so who who gets it next? Who's up next? Let me, you know, why don't you pass I'm, it over to you, Hunter? To me? Yes, please. Why don't you take the reins? What's going on in Hunter's world now? Okay. Um. So mine's a little long-winded. I'll just say that up front. But okay. I think it's worth it. It was hard to like paraphrase everything I wanted to say. Mm. So the title of this article, it's from the Los Angeles Daily News, says Hyperloop right. Competition Brings New Mass Transit Technology to Life in Hawthorne, California. Hell yeah. Give me the information dump on this thing. So this is another <laughs> chance to get a J sesh in for uh, Elon Musk. Because he's, yeah, right. <laughs> he he's our idol. Mm. Um, so it reads, <clears throat> I paraphrase a bit. In the first Hyperloop competition on January 29th, young engineering teams from around the world tested prototype pod vehicles in pursuit of a new mass transit system. The Hyperloop was originally conceived by Musk in a 2013 research paper that described the basic principles of thrusting a passenger pod through a vacuum-sealed tube at supersonic speeds. So Musk created a a white three-quarter mile, six-foot diameter tube constructed in Hawthorne, California, which drew 27 teams for, from six countries. The students were mostly from colleges, but also included a high school team from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what up? So a quote from us says, this was done to encourage innovation in transport technology, to really just get people to innovate and think about doing things in a way that's just not a repeat of the past, but to explore the boundaries of physics and see what is really, really possible. That's really the overarching purpose of this competition. I think it's going to be ultimately something that inspires the world and results in real transportation technology. As far as the competition goes, there's only three teams that actually passed like a rigorous 101-point review of the pod's structural, mechanical, navigational, and functional abilities to enter the chamber. Most pods used magnetic propulsion and bra- uh, magnetic propulsion and braking schemes, while some used air-based levitation in one... One pod from USC ended up being a mini electric car pod, which is the only kind, uh, only of its kind in the world. And so the uh, it was designed to go for, from 300 to 700 miles per hour, but most of them actually only went like 50 miles per hour. Wow. Um, really? Yeah, but Delft University of Technology from the Netherlands got the highest score, and their 329-pound pod only needed the power of a light bulb to run the tube. Are you shitting me? Seriously? No. So, I am not shitting. No, <laughs> I just thought this was incredible because I think it's a really historic thing where 
Um, I think we've been talking about this Hyperloop thing for a while now. Yeah, since uh, the show started, it seems. So to finally have the competition get underway. Um, and, and nonetheless, the way that they're doing it, it's not like it's like, oh, we're just going to you know, contract out the biggest companies to try and see if they can do it. It's, it is college kids. It is, it is kids that are still in school that are doing this, which right. is like, I, I don't know. I have a, a kind of a dual thing about it where it's like, maybe these kids aren't advanced and like, haven't reached high enough levels of like physics and engineering to be able to like adequately pull off what they're hoping to do. But at the same time, like they have people that are getting in there that are making it happen in Musk basically in the article is like, yeah, they've already done some pretty incredible shit that like I wasn't really expecting. So, so, so why do you think that they maybe wouldn't be like at the height of like the physics fields compared to someone who was out of college or out of a school um, system? Because I would imagine that the the process that whatever was put in place to get teams of people for this was probably pretty rigorous. You know, I agree. Um, you're saying why is it college students? Is that what you're saying? Right. Uh, but I mean, you know, I would just think that people that have been in an engineering position for like several years that have learned a lot of the tricks and trades or tricks of the trade might be more like there might be obstacles that they can kind of easily step over. Whereas like people that are in college and stuff are kind of like plodding through the entire process, which is a great learning experience for sure. Um, but at the same time, you also think about like a young mind is like a sponge and it's a lot more conceptually, I think, open to different ideas, and it's going to be able to be more like uh, more uh, elastic in its ability to kind of come up with new ideas. So, well, yeah. Plus, it's like when you're fresh out of college and in a world where like technology and engineering and stuff is changing rapidly, mm -hmm. like they're going to honestly have some of the most like innovative right. ideas and perception about engineering. It's true. Yeah, they're not locked into you anything. Know, not that they're like smarter or like better than experienced engineers, but you know, when somebody's been working with something for so long, it might be harder for them to adapt to newer technologies like that. No, I totally yeah. agree. That's how it is like in my in my auditing firm. It's like people that have been there for so long Whenever we bring in like a new databasing system or something, they're like, this sucks. And like, <laughs> I see it and I'm like, this is great. Like, yeah. I love this new shit. Um, so I don't know. I just think it's really awesome that you have somebody who honestly could probably just like fund the research themselves and just try and get as much profit as possible. But they're using the opportunity to like outsource public education and, um, you know, university uh, minds to come up like build their own future, which is fucking awesome. You know? Yeah. I've been just very, uh, enraptured with the idea of the hyperloop because I'm ready for transportation to have like another evolution. You know, I want, I was just talking to my dad this weekend about the hyperloop and how I was like, yeah, man, like get me to New York in an hour. And he was kind of like, well, that would probably, you have to go like faster than the speed of sound for that. And in my own head, I was like, Oh, that sucks. I didn't realize like, it, it just, once I heard you'd have to go faster than the speed of sound, I thought, well, that's not possible. And then right in the thing, like right in the article, it's like, yeah, it'll uh, achieve supersonic speeds. It's like, oh, good. No, that actually isn't a like a, a boundary at all. We're Easy, totally, yeah, yeah I mean, we can do this. Supersonic speed, I think, is like 225 miles an hour or something. Okay. And, and, and like the design or the concept was, I mean, it's a huge fucking range, but anywhere between 300 and 700 miles per hour is what it's kind of designed to do so yeah i want to yeah. see that i mean i i think new infrastructure projects that just totally circumvent the highway system is mm -hmm. exactly what we need you know 
if we're going to move towards automated cars where, where roads are just being used by drone cars that are delivering freight and whatnot, then that's great. Get get cars sort of away from population centers and make life literally a fucking more enjoyable endeavor by not having to deal with traffic and bullshit and crashes and insurance and the and all that shit, you know? Yeah, dude. We need disruptive technology in transportation, for sure. If I never had to drive ever again, I would be a happier person. That's honestly kind of what I'm holding out to. I mean... That's kind of what I'm holding out to. Well, like, because right now, I, like, I'm lucky enough to have a <laughs> car that's, like, fully paid off. And so... I don't have to get a new one for probably like five years. So this needs to get and up hoping, and going right now because well, I'm not about oh, yeah. to buy a new car. I'm going to feel like an idiot when I get back from the dealership. This just in. Well, maybe not the Hyperloop, Hyperloop but dude, they're already bringing like Lyft uh, rides that are driverless. Like that's coming into fruition like pretty soon. And so the idea that you can just get in your car and go to work and I could like be looking at stuff on the way to work without any problem and like it will drive me there. It's just, I don't know. That just sounds really awesome. The amount of time, I would say, if I could just like somehow use the time on the road for anything else other than having to just like not do anything but, you know, make sure I don't die. Yeah. That's that's the whole thing. Insane. Minimizing the amount of time traveled or, or maximizing the amount of time that you can spend doing something not, besides traveling is just going to make us more efficient and specialized just members of a civilization which will move us forward in some way because that's how it's always been like after we stopped hunting hunt, being hunters and gatherers we started planting shit which gave us more time to specialize all the way up and until the industrial revolution the where it's like <laughs> now a machine can just make a million t-shirts you know mm. we don't have to worry about that shit anymore yeah dude and hopefully we can uh and chase can play video games on the driverless <laughs> yeah. car because you, you, you will compl- <laughs> it'll be great It'll have oh, a huge man. TV probably in there. It'll be sick. But like, I, I'm just excited about the idea of cutting down on one of my biggest pet peeves, which is rubbernecking, where people literally just slow down because oh, there an instance of something happened on the side of the road, which is completely irrelevant to traffic going on. At it the, could be anything too. It doesn't have to be something important at all. It can literally be two people like giving multiple high fives <laughs> to each other. <laughs> people will stop. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> what is that? You you seeing this? <laughs> But uh, but yeah, I just thought I I just saw that glimpsed at it. It's honestly hard to find anything that's not freaking Trump related related on the news right now. Yeah, just scrolling like, through executive orders. Eighty five percent of everything was just like Trump, 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 Trump. And I was like, nope, Trump, nope, Trump. nope, 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 <laughs> nope. Can't do it. Uh, so Chase, what did you bring in the story about Trump? Uh, exactly. No, I actually was trying to keep things a little lighter since we're just now getting back into the season. I thought we'd dip our toes in, you know, glide into the the next season. So this one comes from Reuters, and it reads. Nuclear doomsday clock ticks closest to midnight in 64 years. I saw this. Perfect. <laughs> now, just bear with me for half a second. I actually want to take this uh, into a realm that's more game-like than it is about the yeah. news story. Uh, okay. But it reads, atomic scientists reset their symbolic doomsday clock to its closest time to midnight in 64 years on Thursday. The timepiece is widely viewed as an indicator of the world's vulnerability to disaster. Its hands are moved to two minutes and 30 seconds to midnight from three minutes. The clock was last set this close to midnight in 1953, marking the start of the nuclear arms race between the United States and the Soviet Union. Thursday's reset was the first since 2015. All right. Now, that immediately reminded me of The Watchmen, where a common theme in the entire book is them getting closer to midnight and moving that clock. 
And it, t- it turns out I wasn't the only one who thought that because on my Twitter feed, Emily Maxwell pops up and makes a Watchmen reference of the same ilk. And it got Very us cool. thinking, if there were going to be modern day Watchmen, who would they be? So I want to get Witty Banter's modern day parallels to a Watchmen squad in 2017. Okay. <laughs> and to get us kicked off, I'm going to start with the one that Emily and I agreed on, and that's Ozymandias. Yeah. And Who's I think it's... Yeah. You don't know who Ozymandias was in The Watchmen? This is going to no. fall apart real See, quick. I, I don't, don't know think I, Watchmen I know. Characters. I know what's up. Don't okay, worry. Okay, <laughs> let Max take the, the bulk of this, because I haven't watched The Watchmen, I don't think. I don't think yeah. I've seen it all the way through. Wait, we what's said, the question? Yeah. What? Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, I know Jesus who Ozymandias is, but Christ. I thought we were picking I, people to be in the Watchmen. <laughs> if Ozymandias was a real-life dude, we think he'd be Elon Musk. That would be oh, yeah, that's, See, that's where I was okay. going with this. Yeah, I was okay. waiting for that. I great was just, yeah, great little that. segue there. That's obviously the, the main one. The first one you're talking about, like, who... Elon Musk just feels like a comic book character, kind of just in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just with his extreme technological advances and things that he's done, and overwhelmingly charmingly intellectual personality yes so i can definitely see him as being a okay Ozymandias. i like that it pretty good. And like he's the, the head of he's the head of like a technological empire you know so he's got the resources to carry out his will mm-hmm. but he's I not it fits nicely bag <laughs> <laughs> so this gets kind of hard because um in order to kind because you haven't read the watchman right or like seen the watchman the only character that i really know is rorschach well, then you can have Rorschach, then for sure. Like, who would be, you know, a cool Rorschach character or person? I wish I knew more about so politics. This, guy, mass, so this guy is a masked like the brawler man. who's going to uh, save humanity in a sense? No, no, no. Nope. Um, he's like a masked man who has his own moral compass and he will not compromise on it. And he's kind of violent. Yeah. And he goes to jail. So you can, you can almost think of a figure who, like, would be a symbolic jailing, you know. Oh, man, no, that's man. tough. It's super hard. <laughs> Why are y'all giving this to me? I thought I thought you know we can we can we can ditch this quickly. I thought we were all on the same page on Watchmen. I didn't realize that I was the the bigger of the Watchmen kind of knowers. I would have said for Rorschach someone like uh, Edward Snowden. I feel like he if he was thrown into jail, he's kind of like that would a be singular. Very, yeah, that's pretty. I mean, he's a he's a he's a pretty important figure, dude. I, uh, was it you who asked if he's a patriot or not on the show? I asked that to you just in conversation. Okay. Yeah. Because it's a really interesting question, you know. I mean, uh-huh. him, him, like whether or not whether or not he has done something that is considered to be like an overall positive is that something that should have been done and is like morally uh, dope? I guess I should say morally, morally dope. Yeah, <laughs> morally upright. Or is, or did he do something that we should maybe kind of look down upon because he didn't follow the whatever? But yeah, I, I could see that. All right, is the is the comedian an easy answer, Max? Is it an easy answer? Yeah. <laughs> can we put can we put Donald Trump as the comedian? What the comedian no? is too cool to be Donald Trump. Is the comedian yeah, but a he's, bad guy? But he's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I guess he does like rape that girl and stuff. So that's not cool. <laughs> oh my god. Sounds appropriate then. Yeah, we can give that to Donald Trump. That's fine. <laughs> I've honestly been caught up on who uh, who's like the sweetheart but still good protagonist, which is uh, the night owl. Night owl. Is that? I, you're I have no to think idea. Of? I'm just I'm throwing it out there. You know I see what? him as like a, a Barack Obama esque sort of person. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll cast we'll cast that one to the wind. Um, <laughs> that but the the doomsday clock is now closer to midnight. Everybody. 
I always thought that was weird because whenever I was reading about it, it was like it got to this level at this time, like in 1960 or whatever, and then it went back to 30 minutes before midnight, and I was like, so it can go backwards and forwards, however they. However they please, I guess. The, yeah, yeah it's like the closer you are to midnight, the more vulnerable the world is. I guess I just, it just seems weird to me that there's a group of scientists that like go into a committee and they're like, so we're pretty much fucked, right? <laughs> you know, like, they're just looking at as many factors as possible and they're like, yeah, we're, we're pretty close to being donezo. So does this just kind of come about as just a result of the Trump administration? I mean, like, all right, let's go revisit this. I think it's impossible talk. to ignore that. They mentioned that directly. They also mis- mentioned climate change and they talked about just nuclear nuclear threat. That, those are kind of the three main things that they cited. Pretty sure my government told me climate change doesn't exist. So yeah, which is good. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah, thank goodness, few. I'm. <laughs> I also going to say I. I do not think that we are uh, far from an economic bust again. God, you can hear the anxiety in his voice just when he said that. I just That's think it's going to happen words again, right man. there. Like, yeah, that the really money, was. the money, you guys, the money. <laughs> he's, he's he's that scientist in the first act of whatever action movie is, where it's like he's telling us what's happening. We're all just denying it, you know. <laughs> Go back to your labs and spreadsheets. I mean, like our economy literally like has bubbles every you know periodic session, and so like it's been a while since the last ones popped. What what do you what do you suspect will be the next burst? The nanobots, man. So I, I posted a <laughs> I did a little research on this stuff. It's like uh, the exposure to derivatives, uh, financial derivatives. Naturally, great. Really, really lay us in deep on this one, man. <laughs> Dude, okay, I'll I'll put it in. I'll put it succinctly. I'll put it in succinctly. Terms for you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it succinctly. America's like everyone thinks about America's debt, right? And everyone's yeah. like, oh man, America's in debt. So much like there's never any way we're going to get out of the debt. Um, the exposure to derivatives, which is a financial derivative, is basically just betting on the price movement of a commodity. So you could say, like, I think bananas are going to go up in this value. Big banks bet on derivatives and their exposure to derivatives, like how many bets they placed on it. The top five banks are each worth like 50 trillion dollars in derivatives. Which That's is, outrageous. Which, which is, is money that essentially doesn't exist, kind of. Yeah, no, they've overbetted the worth of the world, basically. Like, yeah. the derivatives market is $700 trillion in value. Oh, fucking A. So once somebody is wrong on those derivatives, and like, which we've seen can happen before, derivatives were like a very essential part of the last homing economic collapse. Um, once somebody hits that, that, that wrong jackpot, or the opposite of a jackpot, uh, it goes downward. I will say that, but it's it's just it's just crazy that we've like had institutions that are just betting on shit uh, worth more than the entire yeah. company's value. Honestly, you know? it it doesn't surprise me in in the sense that like from a from a theoretical perspective, I always sort of thought that once you're playing with money totals that large and it's just swapping back and forth, and the people who are up there like. I don't think they're doing it like that's not actual work. You know, that's not actual value. I don't think people like those banks are providing any value. So it makes sense that it's all just based on like a fairy tale, you know, and it's all conflated by interest and shit. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's just like, oh, because of these numbers on this fucking uh, computer screen, I can buy any of the clothes and, and anything I want, you know. It's yep. just preposterous. <laughs> what, well, what do you do? Oh, I fucking manipulate numbers. Cool. 
<laughs> cool. That sounds like, kind of cool in the way that he says that, but it's not cool. <laughs> I mean, a number manipulator, if you told somebody you were that, that's fucking insane. But still, it is pretty cool. cool minor superpower. <laughs> so let's everybody just kind of, you know, dwell on this for a little bit. Let's take a little bit of a break, stretch our legs. Uh, Hunter, if you could explain to me the movie The Big Short in between this time, that'd okay. be excellent. <laughs> yeah, do. And then we'll come back and I'll be a little bit smarter than two. That'd be great. Awesome. Cool. Okay, sounds good, dude. Bit of a bit of if you want to keep up with the show after the microphones have turned off, be sure to follow us on social media by searching Witty Banter Show on Twitter and Instagram and liking us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Witty Banter Podcast. Want to steer the conversation or be a part of the show? Just go on down to wittybantershow.com and leave us a suggestion for a beer or a question for us to answer on the show. And if you like what we're doing and you want to support the cause, head on over to iTunes and leave a review and feel free to share it with your friends. Let's get back to it. I don't know about you guys, but I'm uh, I'm taking a liking to this beer actually. You are? Yeah. I'm already pouring my second one. Oh, that's true. And I'm usually I tiptoe my way through the beers that we drink because we only have one of them. Luckily, we have two this time. But there's something about this beer that's just like, yeah, just keep drinking more of me, dude. Like it's better <laughs> if you just keep, keep going. <laughs> Shut up. Just trust me. Just drink more. Yeah, no, this beer is, again, like, it is very, um, it lends itself true to, you know, the pale ale, man. There, I don't, there is nothing lacking in this beer. I'm going to go ahead and say it. As far as, <laughs> as far as I'm going, this beer is like, it's a full-bodied pale ale. And yeah. if it's it, hoppy too, dude. It has got some bitterness to the mouthfeel. Like, my whole mouth feels coat, coated in just, like, hop oils, you know? Mm. And I actually haven't done a lot of like just sniffing and tasting notes yet. All I know right now is that I'm drink. I can't stop drinking this beer. It's super easy to drink, and I think it's just balanced. I think it's got it's got a sweetness to it. Maybe no, it's not sweet. Like it's <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, throw that. that away. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just agreeable. And right now, I just get drinkable, golden, and hot bitter. You know, like yeah. balance. Yeah, no, I, I think what like comes out of this beer is that, it, like you said, it's way more bitter than I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So when I tried it, I was almost like off put by that. But I think when something is that st like middle ground of bitterness it ends up lending more to the drinkability because there's no sweetness or something that you get like done with, you know. Right. So I feel like as I finished the beer, I was kind of like, I should probably keep keep, you know, trying this beer out and make sure. But I like, like it, dude. I mean, it's, like it's got a, a good like way to eating hot balance. wings. Fucking good. Yeah. And the hot, the spice just keeps making you want to go for more. There's something mm -hmm. about like every time I'm done with one sip of this beer, it's like, all right, time for, <laughs> I need to get should another get, one. Get, the, get that right back up here. <laughs> and I'll say like, I will say that whenever I drink it, I mean, I, I notice probably less malt maybe than I would expect. There's not really any malty characteristics about it. But I feel like what they did was they made it hoppy and a little bitter and they used that to mask that. You know, uh, nicely. I mean, I, I feel like when you have a gluten-free beer, you're probably going to have a dearth of maltiness. And it's just how you choose to kind of like uh, to accentuate other things so that you're not like, hmm, this doesn't really have much of that. And so the bitterness and the hoppiness does a good job of like drawing your attention and making it enjoyable and fresh. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I'm digging it, man. Oh, so we're all kind of digging it. That's good. Yeah. Good. You know what else you guys are probably going to dig? What is that? Something that I'm bringing to the table. All right. 
you know, the old season has come and gone. It was great for its old reasons, but it's you know kind of getting stale, getting a little dry. I decided I was going to spice it up yeah. for today's game, guys. Chef Max. All right. So I haven't really thought of a good name for this game, you know. But it's a game. But it involves Google. It involves, you know, the public opinion. It involves your guys' opinion and pretty much how it matches up, right? Okay. So what I've essentially done is <laughs> I've gone onto my computer. Okay. And I've gone into the Google search bar and I've filled out a portion of oh boy. a question that you might ask Google, you know, like anybody would. Like, right. you, know, you have a problem. You're like, let me go ask Google what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Right. But yeah. I only asked the first part of the question and decided to see what the most popular finishes to the questions are. Okay. So what I'm going to do to you guys is I'm going to go through <laughs> three different sentences. What are you going to do to me, Max? <laughs> three different <laughs> sentences. And I'm going to each give you guys uh, pretty much a, like probably three tries a piece to kind of finish the statement. All right. And I've got the top five like enders to all these questions okay. online. All right. And okay. you know, the more popular the answer, the more points I'll give you. So it'll be like top five. I'll essentially go five to one. Okay. Yeah, right. Given that right. 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 Yeah. I get cool. it. So you guys understand the game. Yeah. yeah. Pretty simple. It's I like got a, three questions. Yeah. Kind of like, like a, a witty autofill contest. Like a what? W- witty autofill contest. Yeah. Witty autofill. Exactly. <laughs> the winner is go. you. <laughs> So, I've got the first one here. <laughs> All right. Max and has been cracking what, himself off the mic for the stupid, past 10 minutes, just so everyone funny. knows. All right. So, this first question that I put into Google, as I said, how do I get rid of my oh, yeah. blank? Oh. How do I get rid of my blank? So, think, what are people going to Google? To ask, how do they get? And we're and we're pinning, we're put, we're against each other, right? Yeah, you're against each other. So there's a scoring system here. Yeah, I was gonna say, Hunter, you go first, and like depending on what you guys get, if you get like the number one answer, it'll be five. Number two to be four. Number three, three, damn, right? So we have three per question. Yeah, so you can kind of fire them out pretty quick, but okay. So my first one would be acne. Ooh, Mm, acne is actually not on the list. Wow. Wow. Okay. Right. Not a lot of people have trouble with acne. I'm surprised, man. Every freaking teen. (laughs) <laughs> you would think, be like, how do I get rid of it? How do I get rid of it? I mean, proactive, Adam Levine. People have got that covered. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They've got that shit figured out. I think they figured out acne. There's some things that we haven't figured out, but acne for sure. So I'm going to swing it on over to Chase. What do you Immediately think? Immediately it popped in my mind was herpes. I'm not going to let that be my first answer. <laughs> <laughs> That's honestly what I thought too. And that was my kind of intention was, with filling this out was like, you know, the poor guy who has to find out that that's forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But herpes is not on here either. Apparently that's common sense now. Okay. People I'm going to say, that. how do I get rid of my cold? Well, I think maybe, I think everyone realizes that herpes is for life. Yeah. It's yeah. Now it's, that's, that's, you no. think, dude, but when you start going to Yahoo Answers, you start reading some pretty heinous Why does this keep coming back? I put antibiotic on it. So you made your second guess then, huh? All right, we'll, we'll give it back to the second. You going to say no, my guess, my guess was um, a cold. How well, I thought it was herpes. Cold? No, that was... That, what first came into my mind. Oh, uh, okay. Nice. My bad. Okay, cool. That's wow. fine. So you're going to say cold? Jeez. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So cold, so, huh? So what is Okay. Cold is not on this list either. Okay. All right, that's bullshit, man. All right. <laughs> okay. We're zero for zero. Here we go. Hunter, back to you. So uh, I'm going to catch a lot of flack for this, but I think that this might be relevant. I'm going to say, how do I get rid of my girlfriend? Here you go. I'm going to give this to you because yeah. the number one answer was, how do I get rid of my wife? Ooh, oh, man. So I'm going to give that Good one Good work, Hunter. <laughs> five points? That's five points. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. So since we're kind of doing the snake 
Wait, no, no, that's right, because you never ended up going back yeah. to the second one. So, yeah, Go to no, Chase. Your, your turn, Chase. Go for it. So, Hunter's got five Wompers. Five points. But five there are. Wompers. There's ten <laughs> points on the table still. So. Okay. It's true. It's very true. I'm going to go with how do I get rid of my student debt? That's a good question. A yeah, <laughs> one that I don't ask that enough. One that I actually do ask myself a lot. <laughs> uh, but it is unfortunately not on this list. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, dude. I get at least an honorable mention for that one. I know Come you would on. think, right? All right, Hunter, back to you. All right, this point. is also bad. <laughs> oh jeez. But I think it's gonna be how do I get rid of my pet? Yeah, I was thinking dog. Fuck. I'm gonna give it to you, Hunter. How do I get rid of my dog? Is the fourth popular search. <laughs> so that's six points. Yeah. Well, oh that's, no, that's no, two. So that'll make seven. Yeah, seven points Woo-hoo! right now. You got seven. Yeah, I think, I think it's just over. about over with, man. <laughs> uh, we got we got more questions. Yeah, we got more questions. Don't worry. Don't worry. All right, so there's still three popular answers on the table, so including a number two spot. This is kind of like get Family Feud. One. I like it. It is it's exactly. Good. So yeah. on every day, Chase. Fuck, man, this is really this is really hard. How do how do I get rid of my in laws? In laws. <laughs> That's brutal. That is brutal. Yeah, but unfortunately, that is not a question that people tend to ask enough. Right? You take a knife. Yeah, right? <laughs> While they're asleep. Make it look like an accident. Take a pillow. All right. So let's go through what these are. I'm going to go from the bottom up, right? Okay. So you got classic question. How do I get rid of my hiccups? All right. Hiccups. God, no. That's a good one. Hiccups. Totally relevant. Yeah, right? I like it. So that was number five. Uh, number four, of course, is the dog. Okay. Number three, how do I get rid of my urinary tract infection without Ooh. antibiotics? Ooh. Which I thought was... Okay. Crazily specific. That's, hey, man, that's. Yeah, it's like, it's not more, really that it's weird. It's like way Chase. more common than I realized. <laughs> <laughs> it's like apparently way more common than I realized. I've never yeah. had one, but like it, it pops up. Apparently, out. you know, you got to look out for those. Uh, if you ever need to figure out, you know, Google's got the answers. Interested uh, to know number two. Number two. How do I get rid of my double chin? <laughs> Golly. <laughs> Quit being a lazy ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. Get off of Google, you fat All fuck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Type more. <laughs> All right. So. All right. Hunter comes to an early lead in the uh, yeah. witty autofill contest. Right. <laughs> so I'll do two more. Uh, but this next one is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. It's how often should I blank? Okay. How often <laughs> should I blank? This is so stupid. Okay. My mind just goes to the darkest corners, man. Where. <laughs> So oh, how does yeah. how does the the go is it Chase first or is it me yeah, first? Yeah, I'll let Chase go first. That way he can has the opportunity to score more points. Okay, cool. How do I? What what is it? One more how time. Often should I blank? Go to the dentist. Ooh, that's a good question. These are all good questions, but unfortunately, <laughs> it's not on there. <laughs> so nothing on that one. Beep. I'm gonna right. say how often should I shower? Ooh, also not on there. Okay. I was thinking that too, but I just who doesn't uh, once a day is fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Chase. I think people are more base than we're thinking. Like, yeah, I think we're think we're giving them too much slack. You are giving them too much credit. <laughs> why would it? Why would you ask that question on Google? Really, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, even if you really didn't know, you gotta think of the kind of person who went home and Googled <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. How often should I exercise? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how often should you exercise? Uh, oh, man. I'm kind of at a conflict here. Because Describe I'm going gonna, gonna to give it to you, Chase. Okay. But uh-huh. it is a funnier way to say it. Okay. 
The number one answer Fuck. is going right. to be, how often should I pump? Should, should I, I pump? Pump. <laughs> pump. With pump that's iron? That's and like breast pump thinking. to me. It's not finished, and the rest of them are all finished. And I think, what are you going to do if you're like, hey, you're going to go pump? <laughs> <laughs> I think a breast pump. Do you think a breast pump immediately? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Like you to be thinking of. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll, we'll give it to him, we'll I guess. We'll give it to him. I think, I think we, after the show, we look it up and see what See what where the actual people, people are asking. Pump. All right, we'll figure it out after. But for now, they might be plumping it up. They might plump. plump. That's what made me laugh. So much. <laughs> How often should I plump? <laughs> How often should I plump? All right. Um. So I'm gonna say, how often should I have sex? Ooh. Have you googled that before? No. No. <laughs> um, I just feel like people sitting on the computer would go home and be like, "Dang it, I'm not having it. <laughs> how often should I be having it?" <laughs> A good, that's a good voice. <laughs> What's a normal week? amount of sex for a week? <laughs> All right. Uh, that's unfortunately not on here either. Fuck, man. People already know how much they should be having sex. Apparently. All right. <laughs> they got that shit figured out. They figured it out. <laughs> Let's see from person to person. Seven to five. Chase and the last one here. Well, you get a question. Right, answer after this. Hey, you better not be Googling stuff over there, man. Yeah, what are you no, looking at? You Googling I'm, stuff? I'm, I'm looking you Googling? out the distance. I'm being pensive, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where to take this, dude. Because I feel like I'm coming up with more like things that sound normal when they should be more off the wall. You know, uh, the rest of them. There's like a few off the walls, but there's a few normal ones. How often should I fucking file my taxes? <laughs> <laughs> Once a oh, come year. On. Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't know that? Yes. Uh, it's not on there. No. So. I mean, I'm going to go a basic route. I'm going to say, how often should I brush my teeth? That's also a good question. But Damn it, dude. Not on there. Fuck, man. Man. You got to list I these guys off. What are these? Out, right? so, from, so we already know, how often should I plomp is the number <laughs> one answer. Yeah. Okay, so let's start from the very bottom. How often should I feed my dog? Come on. All right. How often do you feed your dog? Dude, like twice, twice a, day? a day? Twice a day. Is, yeah, that's how it should be. <laughs> you uh, can be like one of those weirdos was... who just puts a bowl out. All day. And lets oh the dog choose. And lets them die. <laughs> How often should I weigh myself? Which I have no idea where that comes from. That is from. so dumb. See, <laughs> I was going for health-like stuff. Yeah, you were in the right spot. I was going for, uh, what is it? Freaking grooming and that kind Hygiene. of Hygiene. Hygiene, yeah. That's what I was looking for. Uh, number three is going to be, how often should I poop? Damn. Let's see. That's why I'm how surprised we you guys did not that get that. One. How that's a sinister question. Then another thing that kind of thought was, thought was funny was that, like, okay, how often should I feed my dog? Number five, right? Right. Number two answer, how often should I feed my puppy, though? Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Exactly. All right, so I got one more here. I'll make it. Okay. <laughs> we got it. Chase, you, you, you narrowed the margin for sure. All right, I'm trying to figure which one of these is the best one. So who goes first now? Well, who's winning? I'm winning seven to five. We got to give Chase the opportunity. Okay. All right, Chase. Here it is. Why is it gross to... <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Why is it gross to... To, to fart? <laughs> to fart? Yeah. Uh, it's not on there, man. Nope. No people are that conflicted with how gross it is to fart. Hmm. Right. Why is it gross to not wash my hands? 
not on here either. You guys are thinking Damn way it. too reserved. Dude, that seems so <laughs> common. Why? People being like, I shouldn't have to wash my hands. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I feel you on that one. Too reserved, huh? Yeah. So Those are too more, reserved. So it's out a little, little more risque. Yeah. Are they sexual in nature? No. Huh. <laughs> That was going to be my go-to. So. Yeah. Chase had some real questions on the way. <laughs> I was about Are to sexual? get some info. Get down <laughs> the here. Why is it gross too? That's what it is. Why is it gross too? Pick my nose. Boom. Boom. There we go. Number three. Why is it gross to pick your nose? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. So His that's three points. Nasty. So he takes the lead with that one. He's in the lead right now. And you've only got two more guesses, and he's only got one more guess until the game is over. So there's been a common thread through both of these, these prior ones. I'm going to say, why is it gross to kiss my dog? <laughs> Not on here. Damn it, dude. So Fuck. <laughs> All right. Dude, damn it. You're up by one point. Let's solidify that I lead. I cannot let you win by this one point. <laughs> if you hey, get, when you win one. on Plomp. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the that. Plomp you channel the spirit, the plomp, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Right, Chew dude. with my mouth open. I had to double check because I thought that would be on here, but it's really not. It's a good one. It's a very I, put, good I one. went out on, on a limb there. Okay, y'all got to give me some time for a second here. Think about it a little bit. I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you think it over. Max, I'm assuming you have multiple questions in there. I have so many. I have many. Yeah, yeah. it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> there are some good ones. It was hard to decide. There was one that I wish I had done. But it gets a little risque. That's fine because I was I, every single one of these answers. I'm like, man, if if any of my family still listens to this, <laughs> this is the signal that this shows for me, not for them. <laughs> I mean, between farting and not washing your hands, <laughs> and picking your nose, and, and picking eating your nose, a poop, and yeah, I mean, and it's not sexual in nature, no. but you're saying it's out there. I mean, when I say out there, it's compared to like what you guys were saying. Yeah. Which was like, wash um, my hands. Like, that's a almost reasonable question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the number one is just like, so, you got to think of the guy making the case. You know, just this disgusting Let's, let's not give too much of a... <laughs> you know, it's time we had the answer here, Hunter. Okay, I'm just going to say, why is it gross to eat expired food? You were so close. Damn it, that dude. That is not on there. Eat something, huh? Making Chase the number one victory. Of Damn it, Google or... I think that's an asterisk with pomp. Plomp. plomp. But, uh, plomp. Hey, it is what it, it is. Take it up with the ref, dude. It is what it is, you know? <laughs> Hunter always is just is coming in with the asterisks whenever that's I win true. a game. Maybe I shouldn't Hey, why don't you plomp the jam, plomp maybe, it up while your feet I, are plomping? You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have given you plomp, but you know what? We're still learning in the game. Still learning how to figure it out. Yes, sir. All right. So the number five. Why is it gross to not wear underwear? Yeah. Mm, Why is it gross to not wear underwear? Are you asking? A lot of sweat. Yeah. Because Get your you're grundle nice sweating and, and there's a there's <laughs> literally one layer of your sweaty taint. <laughs> so you're saying that like, <laughs> like my saving dick you sweat between is your more, sweaty taint. And <laughs> it's more poisonous than my, or toxic in nature than my like thigh sweat? Not toxic. Yes, like, dude, it comes from another region. 
<laughs> it is not the same or equal in terms of smell it and It doesn't smell. Yeah, it smells differently. But what about when your boxes and stuff just like bunch all underneath your, your jeans? That's the whole point. They're soaking up the funk, and then you get rid of them, and the next day you start over. <laughs> Wear freaking jockeys. Yeah, I'm all right. Next one is a little bit more tame. Because, you know, why? Like, why is it gross to bite your nails? Mm. See, I don't think people Chase think you bite your nails, gross. right? All the time. People yeah, do think it's gross. Nails. They're yeah, like, you know, all the dirt from the world is underneath <laughs> your nails and now it's in your mouth. So yeah. I don't know. I, I, I just don't bite my nails because I hate how short my nails would get. But I- We call you normal people. <laughs> <laughs> We're very jealous. <laughs> all right. Number three. Why is it gross to pick your nose? We got that right. one. Right. Yep. Yeah, very well done. Number two. One that I've I've had complications with myself. Uh, I'm a new person now. And it's not farting. <laughs> I said I'm a new person now. So, why is it gross to pee in the shower? Oh damn it, dude! I should have gotten that. Yeah, that's a good. Because I love to pee. That in the is shower. a fucking debate of the ages. I have I have thought of that. Though, you know, I mean, it's not in my opinion. And I agree. It's not like it like sticks around. It's not like you're just peeing all over and letting it sit. I think the only the time shower. that that's really gross is if you're in the shower with another person. Yeah, that's messed up. Well, what if you're both turned off. around and they're doing it one way, you're doing it the yeah. other? You know, there's ways to get around this. Yeah. <laughs> there is. I think that it's just, <laughs> common, cur- with them it's just common courtesy at yeah. that point. <laughs> Number one. Why is it gross to eat boogers? <laughs> <laughs> Which goes hand in hand with why is it gross yeah, to eat your nose. Exactly. Right. Yep. Well, I hope you guys like the new game. I like being the victor. Yeah. I like the new game. It has it's got legs. It's got legs. It's got longevity to it. It does. Um, I've got plenty more hilarious. Okay, hilarious um, I can't wait. So for a I'll few weeks to down the road. We'll topple the Chase Meister. Because I got a couple other games that I need to pitch on the table. Gotta bring back some classics before we do it again. So. Chase has got two up on me now. He won the last medal or magic. Chase and is kind of the game champion. It's kind of the game war. Why the Pomp of a hair, or depending on how you use pomp, it's really you know nobody really knows. Yeah, I knew how to use. I'm it gonna exactly. look it up. And I'm gonna. I mean, it doesn't matter. It is what it is. But <laughs> I'm gonna say that's breast pomp. Uh, we'll say that was an exhibition match before the season of that game. Yeah, we learned a bit there. You know, we'll figure <laughs> about it out. ourselves, about, about the, the internet, works, <laughs> about our opponents, <laughs> about people in general. Yeah, about boogers. <laughs> okay. All right. So after the game. We've been gone for a long time. I'm sure nobody's missed us, but they might have emailed in to yell at us and tell us to stay off the air. So has anybody been yeah. talking to us at all, Jake? Can we make this a permanent uh, <laughs> hiatus, please? We don't want to hear you guys. <laughs> yeah, we actually we have a lot of mail, and some of it was sent like a couple days after our last episode. And it's like, I'm so sorry, guys. It's going to take so long to get to this. Yeah. But here we are. We're ready to get to them. It's, it's, it's Mail our first email comes from Bree Adams, who is, of course, the fiance of Spaceman Max. Uh-oh. She has a treasure trove of questions for us that we're going to peel off one by one week after week because they're so good and hearty. And the nice. first one is, if you had to choose between A, being bald, or B, having a full head of 30-inch long hair for the next five years, which would you choose? She says, note, after the five years, your hair will either start growing again normally or you will be able to cut it to suit your needs. Hmm. 
30 inch. That's almost three feet, guys. That's so a long way. That's kind of long. That's an easy answer, dude. Like, my self-perception, if I was bald, would be shattered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. I just don't have a bald guy head. I Me neither. So. Like, I, dude. I can't make it work. If the day comes that I lose my hair, it's going to be like a reality shifting moment for Chase Williams, yeah, who has like so much of my personality around. and outwards appearance is like hinged on my own opinion of my hair. Oh yeah, I need it. You got. I can make that. I can make thirty inches long work. I'll, I can make I'll, that look I'll make that look good. I'm gonna have to make that look too. Y'all both ventured close to that number i'm sure right i mean maybe not that 30 long inches, but uh maybe almost got half at one yeah point, maybe ha- not even half yeah, I was gonna say. yours was yours had to be at least two feet i don't know i two would feet? say 17 to 16 inches tops two feet is a long way yes it's man. true it's very it's very long it's a long way down but and so you're gonna say water. the same you're gonna say the, oh yeah the 30 yeah. inches uh, not only that but just to make the argument that okay you're finally finished if you're sick of that long hair you go cut that bad boy off Okay. Well, no, I think you have to have it for five years. I'm saying when the five years is done. Okay. But then in the five years, when you're done being bald, now what? You just got to start growing your hair out? I would like to think that if you're bald really getting after a five years, sentence. that you could, your hair would start growing again as well, right? I That's mean, what he's saying, but it'll just start growing. You can fix your hair on the day after the five years. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You've got so much utility with that yeah. much hair. Yeah, it's true. Donate it afterwards. Braiding it. I'm going to bring a different <laughs> twist because... I think the worst part about being bald is the process of balding, you know, like where you have hair and then you're slowly watching your, your, your hairline recede and you're like, oh man, like I have no claim in this, but I feel like most, (laughs) most people that are bald, I don't look at them. I'm like, oh, it's weird. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like most people that are bald, like I know several people that are bald and they rock it just fine. So I think just because of the general, like I will have zero upkeep. I basically I won't even have to buy shampoo anymore. That's honestly that is a big pull. You that's know? yeah. That I think that's the biggest positive. But I will say with your example, like I don't think anyone's ever just chosen to be bald. I think people who are bald either shave it all the way down because they don't want to deal with the receding hairline, or they just hold on to what they have until it gets to the bare end. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I I think the bald is is definitely not like anyone's first choice. But I think just because of the utility of baldness, I'm going to go bald. Hunter, you wouldn't take long hair, dude? There was a dude, time a year and a half ago. Of hair, it would take like an hour to wash your hair every day. <laughs> or every, to- <laughs> every one to three, three days or whatever. But you're going to have these greasy long hair that you got to tie up all the time. Every time you walk through a windy day, it's just like... Flying all over the place. He's yeah. got a point, dude. Like, that's... Because everyone knows how ugly and unsexy hair blowing in the wind is. No, I'm just saying. Oh, in reality. I grew it out not even close to that long. But when I grew it to the longest it's ever been, where it was like to my necks, where my neck met my shoulders, kind of. (laughs) My nape. It was, I was thinking about it all the time. I was constantly brushing it, constantly grooming it and thinking about, well, does it look weird? I don't want to have to do all that (laughs) shit anymore. So I'm just going to go bald. I I like your answer. I think it's, it's, it's. It's it mixes true. it up, if nonetheless. Oh, I mean, it's true. I do, like, whenever, when I was a kid, and I would, essentially, getting a haircut just meant, like, okay, cut all my hair back down, and then just, like, let it grow out. I remember always noticing that. When I'd step out of the shower, and you'd just kind of, like, rub your head for a second, you'd be like, everything's fucking dry. It's super dry now. This is insane. <laughs> I don't have to deal with this all day? That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. So there's, yeah, there's an appeal there that I miss. Our next question comes from Ben Ebig. 
So I'm going to say hello to Ben, because Ben's the shit. Good to hear from you again, Mr. Ben. It says, greeting gentlemen, although the madness of Christmas has consumed me through the holiday season, I've not stopped listening to you guys. So my question this week is, what came first, the chicken or the egg? He's taking a a basic question here, a fundamental one. This is a philosophical conundrum. I think it's got to be the chicken, right? I I mean, (laughs) well, like the egg is the product of a hatching and the hatching has to come from something. See, I, so here's here's where I come at it. I Uh-oh. like to say the egg because if you think about evolution, right, all of these – and by the way, there's probably some real answer that Max Kelleher could school us with on this. <laughs> yeah. But animals are evolving to where they're at now and eventually that final piece of DNA genetic puzzle was placed in for a chicken to be a chicken and it wasn't until the first chicken was hatched out of an egg that the chicken came. I mean, yeah, you're right. Like – it could be a species of like crocodile man gorilla, right? Mm-hmm. But it's laying eggs. And every generation <laughs> or so, that crocodile man gorilla gets a, a little bit more chicken esque. By the way, right? It's a little bit more chicken esque. And every egg, every egg, every egg that it lays until finally one day that egg pops open. And what do you have? You got a chicken. standard chicken. Yeah. I mean, and with, with right the idea of evolution, I totally understand. But like, but in God's eyes. It's, it's but just, the earth is 6,000 years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> but my presidency it's has just, told it's me. It's just weird to like think of what is the deciding factor of what is or is not a chicken at that point. Because then the thing that comes right before the chicken, you're like, you're really going to say that's not a chicken? I mean, come Are on. you really going to say a primate's not a human being, Hunter? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good question. Good question, Ben. All right. Rounding out the questions for this week. It wouldn't be a show without Dunter Horset, who is back in full force. What up, Dunter? Dunter. They say, what's up, Flubbersacks? To start off the new year, I'd like to get to know my banner. So what is the weirdest scar on your body, and how did you get it? Oh. Later, Nerd Nuggets. Dunter, the musician who does not believe in sound checks, Horset. Does Dunter, like, okay, so he's got to be somebody close to us, right? Why? Because I have a new scar. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, hey, that that's just a new wrinkle. Who, well, who knows about your scar? Not a lot of people, honestly. My because I I think I've foregone. I don't think it's Nick anymore. I don't think Nick is Dunter. You don't think and so Nick? now I'm it's lost as terms of who it is. I'm it's over it. it. <laughs> you know, I just Hunter. I've yeah, and Hunter's honestly been over it for a while. Yeah, Hunter dislikes it now. I like it too. But <laughs> I mean, I've only told Andra, uh, the people that I work with, my parents. About that, is, that is incredibly coincidental. Mom, Dad, yeah. I've got a new scar. Everybody <laughs> that I work with, come in here to the meeting. Room. I'm going to tell <laughs> you about the scar you that I have. There now is a possibility wait. that there is a collusion effort with Dunter. Okay. That it's, it's a not, non-private uh, account? Well, that it's an organization. <laughs> that yeah. you, have, you have several people contributing to what the questions are, to the that general means they're workings sharing of our passwords. lives. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, what if it was true. all of our girlfriends? What if it was all of them? And Nick. And Nick. And whoever else, like and Blake. everybody I work with, yeah, yeah, and my parents, <laughs> yeah, my parents. Oh my god, I gotta call my parents. No. Are you Dunner? Uh, no, but I actually have a new scar on my head, or soon to be, at least a minor scar. I've been taking very good care of it. So. You gonna call that the weirdest one? Well, I don't really have any other weird scars on me. You're not a you're not a cool guy. Actually, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Without getting too much into my personal life, 
Uh, Got this wicked scar on my. So the scar on my head was just from falling over in my kitchen and hitting my head nonchalantly, Mm -hmm. and then realizing that I busted. Nonchalantly, I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, and then I ended up slipping my head open, having to get stitches for like the first time in twenty years. (laughs) Uh, But another scar that I have is on my arm from the first time I ever really got in a big boy fight with somebody. (laughs) Big boy fight, and the dude bit me. Oh shit! They bit me hard. They really didn't hand. like you at that point. They were biting my arm, and it was—I had to rip it out of their mouth. So <laughs> I hit them afterwards. It was very Could you gross. Feel like a pool. Yeah, but you just think you like feel like beef jerky. You think of all the diseases you know that could be in your arm, and you lose it in that minute of rage, right? So yeah, that was from a from a big boy fight that I had fairly recent, not like recently, recently. You were gonna have to easily take the cake on coolest scar. I've never even been in a fight. No. Me neither. How do you guys even I'm have I'm kind of proud of that, though. I mean, Me too. I, I yeah, you like should be. Yeah, are, Max, fuck you, dude. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, because he's probably the nicest of all of us. Um, I, I, As far as weirdest goes, I mean, I'd probably say there's this one that's, like, on my shoulder. It's a funniest story, at least. Um... I had a I had a, a day when we were going and uh, I was a senior in high school. And oh we yeah, had, we had just gotten back from our uh, first like college party that me and Robert Boothley had gone to, and we came back and we were like, "Dude, let's do a shotgun relay day at our friend's house." And so we started doing this like shotgun relay racing thing for an entire day. It was just during the middle of a Saturday or something. And we were also taking pools of Franzia. And so I blacked out. And then Franzia. they threw me into oh. the back of a truck. And then we, uh, I was just like literally. <laughs> Why? Like, this is getting pretty fucking crazy. Because they're Drove like, me out of the middle like, of nowhere. Go I don't know other, what happened. <laughs> we're going to go to this other person's house. So they, I was like blacked out and like passed out. They threw me into the back of uh, his truck and just kept like stopping super hard on all the stop signs. And just, just what the fuck, dude? dude yeah, this is Robert Boothley we're talking pissed. about here. Come on, yeah, that's I was how he very shows his. When I figured it yeah. out, <laughs> that's how he shows his affection. Eventually, I come to at this other party place that we come to, and I black out there again. So it was a double. weren't you, in a, weren't you in a pool at this point? At this point, I was in a pool. I may or may not have tried to take off the top of a girl that was in the pool. Yeah. Because You're I was get, blacked out. Getting a little promiscuous. Yeah, yeah, you know. It was just, I mean, I don't remember any of it. But then we got back to our friend's house that we were going to finally spend the night at. And I uh, I tried to, like, lean up. For some reason, I was like, I had to go to the bathroom really bad. And they had a bathroom in the place that I was going, but I guess I just couldn't hold it, of course. And so I tried <laughs> to, like, put my hand up against a wall. <laughs> uh, Classic like, depth perception. Like, right hand against the wall, left hand to guide my stream. <laughs> to guide the to master guide stroke, the but but I didn't do the first step properly because I tried to lean it against a corner of a brick wall. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Wasted, and I like fell over into bushes, and I scraped the shit out of uh, the side of my like where my peck meets my shoulder, and so I just had this huge vertical scar. Um, and I woke Man, up the next morning and had no idea. Waking up with with body wounds that you can't explain is usually the biggest stamp of what the fuck. Happened <laughs> last oh time. yeah, who am I? You know. Yeah, seriously, I'm I'm one of these people now. Yeah, because well, luckily you... I was 18, so and no, no major damage was done. So I'd say that was probably yeah. the weirdest one I have. I don't have any major scars, honestly, which makes my only story pretty lame. <laughs> I've got this scar on my knee when I was a real cool fifth grader. 
Oh, and I had a bike and I used to wear flip flops on my bike. And when I ride my bike to Quiznos, because I was a young, <laughs> freewheeling fifth grader God. with not a care in the world, there was these two stair steps in front of the Quiznos from CVS, Ooh, and I'm this. like, check it out. I'm going to catch some air. <laughs> and so I come. You said it just like that, too. Yeah. I come from the top of the two steps. I jump my bike, and when I go to land, my my foot slips out of the flip-flop and my knee scrapes against the pedal i got a nice oh. two-inch scar it was deep dude like when i came home it was just i think my grant like my my nana at the house and i was like yeah look at this and it's almost one of those things like great i was supposed to watch you and now i have to make a decision on whether or not you need stitches and i'm like nah i'm fine <laughs> you know, yeah, got this i can imagine that badly. it before. was brutal dude no but yeah, that's my answer. We have several more questions that I'm actually going to save until we can dive into some of the ones that need more attention later. So if you didn't get your question read yet and you then you sent one to the show, don't worry. We received it and it's coming along very shortly. But thank you everyone else who did write in just by going to wittybantershow.com. Yeah, and don't let that stop you from sending more questions because we will need a solid buffer of questions going forward. We need a backlog. Right? I yeah. like the backlog that Bree sent. I a like the fact that Bree sent... A solid chunk, and we could just be like pop, pop, pop as the episodes yeah. come along. Yeah, so nice they're all good questions net, where we can just pretend that it's you know like spontaneous every time. But we've <laughs> always got that like you know supportive <laughs> backbone that Bree provides. We got to so prorate so our assets. Yeah, just to make sure. <laughs> uh, well, it's been a great episode. Uh, let's go ahead and figure out like what these beers are all about. Because last time I checked, we liked them. I think kind of like is there anything else that we can kind of add to that? Um, I'm going to go ahead and start off by giving this one a 7.5. This is a good beer, dude. Like I've just been enjoying drinking it, which is what you do with a beer this whole entire episode. When you enjoy drinking it, that's like the whole purpose of the beer. So exactly done. This beer, I thought it would be higher for you. You've been singing praises. Yeah, honestly, 7.5 seems kind of low, but you know, whatever. I think like you guys, though, it's not doing anything spectacular. The only thing about it is that it's gluten-free, and I like the idea that if you didn't know that about this beer, what would you be rating it? And Mm -hmm. in that sense, it's just a good, balanced pale ale, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. Nothing like out of the ordinary or anything it's got that hop like it's got just a bitter flavor and a hop characteristic when you're drinking it it's super smooth and it smells like i don't know what to say like almost foamy or actually bready you know like it even though it's a gluten-free beer it still to me smells like a a malted beer you know hey, and tastes like yeast that might be the microscopic yeah. yeast. <laughs> this one could have been more through. on the not side of your things. batch might have yeah. been a full gluten one <laughs> So yeah, I, I like this one. I, I give this one my stamp of approval. I think this is good news for people who want to roll the dice with their glu- with their celiac disease and try a maybe gluten free beer. This is yeah. a great option. You know, <laughs> if you just like dice. really want a beer and you want to really reduce your health risks as much as possible. <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering is like, what if you're like super allergic to gluten? And then it's like it may or may not have gluten. <laughs> what ends up happening with this beer is that this becomes the beer for. The people that we don't like, which are like oh, the ones no. you know that are cashing <laughs> yeah. in and aren't necessarily allergic, but they're like, I try to avoid it every step of the day. Oh my god! Gluten makes a pretentious, all it is a pretentious gluten free craft beer. Wow, oh, no. that is a person. That, that is a human being yeah. that's buying this beer. I wonder if that's what the lady thought when we were buying Twist it. When I checked mustache. Out. Oh, and I had to go ask too. Like, do you guys have any gluten free offerings? And now we <laughs> felt that guy's pain, dude. We felt Eduardo's pain. <laughs> yeah, dude, for real, yeah. 
Sorry, Eduardo. But thank you also for the recommendation. I think it was a nice new experience. For sure. Uh, yeah, it was great. I'll kind of hijack it a little bit. I'm just going to give mine a solid eight just mm-hmm. because the beer beat my expectations, right? Right. And my expectations are like a six, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, a competent beer. I'm going to give you like, you, you should be hitting me with a six. Anything more you do, I'll add more points. You know, mm-hmm. Anything less you do, I'll take points away. Right. But I will say that this beer, it had like a heaviness to it. The hops, the bitterness to it are were unexpected. I almost, I think, just associated being like removing gluten with like, you know, making the beer weaker for whatever reason. Because yeah. I know that yeast is a, you know, vital part <laughs> Something that of beer. Makes beer. Yeah, right? So I would only assume that it would be less beer-esque, right? But this beer is like more beery than an average beer. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's just got like this, it just... It's beer, you it's know. Punch, I don't know what man. else to say. It's got an it's um, beer. Nothing too overwhelming. It's got a high drinkability, but not too sweet. So you're not going to get sick of it. And I like it a lot. So eight, boom, hit it. Okay, I'm going to follow your eight <laughs> with. I'm going to follow Slam you into it. the abyss Stop. with an eight. Oh, with an also, also with an eight. Yeah, I mean, again, it, it does go into the because because I do think there's two ways to look at it, and I think that they're both legitimate. Where Chase is doing the white can scenario, where it's like if you don't know what it is. We're going to give it this score, and yours is, given my expectation of this, this is how I've taken it. And I'm going more with yours, where it's like, the fact that you're automatically right off the bat thinking, well, this isn't a full beer. This isn't a full, legitimate mm-hmm. beer. Um, it, it does dock your expectation. You start thinking like, well, you know, th- it's clearly going to be lacking something. And the fact that they completely delivered and that it's not lacking anything... Um, just is really awesome. It's 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 it, it is great news, you know, that they can make a beer in a different light, and it it still fully delivers. It's nice and bitter. It is smooth. Um, the chugometer high on this one. Yeah, dude. Um, we went yeah, through two bro. beers pretty easily, which is, I mean, I think for most beers that we have, um, that's not as common. Um, it's a nice alcohol by volume. You know, you know, it's only about six, um, which is nice and enjoyable. So I think just all things considered, I would consider it great given my expectations. And yeah. so um, now I can go to people, and if anybody asks that, whether it be pretentious or not, I can say, yeah, I, I had this one gluten-free beer, and it was like super solid. So that's kind of that's kind of my review. Yeah, that's kind of my review. Yeah, of <laughs> that's a, that is that's kind of my review. Uh, you can listen to the rest of it later. <laughs> uh, also, a special shout out to I think they really like we're trying to overcompensate for the lack of gluten. And like that perception of being kind of like a, a wuss beer. Mm-hmm. So they made it like black. They did a Jolly Roger on it. With on wrenches. It. Wrenches because they work hard. <laughs> yeah. You know? And Germany is like, renowned for Kind of like, like, like the wolf country. with the wrench over his shoulder. Hey, that was the best family. can we've ever had. <laughs> After he just struck oil in the, the background. Lobo if <laughs> best can. Hi, beer. After I like the beer. But number one can. <laughs> All right? Well, oh, guys, it's been great to be back on the show with you guys. It has. It's been exquisite. It's been nice. Had some yeah, good we're laughs. firing out of the gates. I mean, if the way the pace that we had last year was an episode every week except for one week. So let's see if we can pump out 52 this year. You know, yeah. you should Google that later. <laughs> How do I pump out 52? <laughs> How do we later? plump it? How do we plump <laughs> it up? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, as always, you can follow me, Max, at probably Max on Twitter. Uh, Hunter still doesn't have a Twitter. No Twitter right now. No tweets. No tweets coming no from tweeting. him. But you can also follow Chase at Bodacious Chase. He's also been streaming a lot lately. You can catch some of his late night streams. Oh, you've been cool. streaming again, dude? Playing some cool Start games. Off the st- yeah, streaming again. I Everything. made a little template now, so the 
the presentation's a little different. Ooh, Good very stuff, nice. dude. dude. I will Good say, here. yeah, when you get onto a stream and somebody's just like throwing it together and it looks like shit, sometimes you don't even give them a chance. So it's nice that you're like making your layout Good look production cool, value, making it look awesome, clean. Then you come in and you just assume like, okay, this guy. This guy is a professional, right? Yeah, or he's unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of the two. Either way, I'm watching it. All right. Uh, you can you know follow us at the show at Witty Banter Show, or you can also go to our uh, website, wittybantershow.com, mm-hmm. right? And just uh, hang out us, there for a bit. Yeah, indeed. You can listen to all the episodes, send us an email. That's where you can make beer suggestions, like the one that we got today, yeah, which is awesome. Great. I would love more suggestions. I think that's super cool because, mm-hmm. you yep. know, it sometimes... Us, it's a lifeblood of sorts. It makes it more of like a search of getting a beer instead of us all walking into a store and being like, which one of these cans looks cool. We literally like Namby Pamby, just choose ones that we haven't tried. Yeah, trade so off and just find out, yeah, right? Having, so it's, Having a direction is yeah. great. It's always cool to get suggestions. So if you have any suggestions, please send them in uh, or questions. Of course, you can do that or email us at wittybantershow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. But that's enough plugs. Uh, it's great to be back. And I guess I'll see you guys again next week, man. Feels yep. good. Looking forward to it. Yeah, man. Get up, all awesome. people. Get a little beat up, beep, beep, beep. Beat up, beep, beep. Beat up, beep, beep. Beat up, beep, beep.